Welcome to foreverfit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to foreverfit.tv. I'm Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, and this is podcast episode number 29. So I hope you've had a really good week. This week for me has been awesome. I actually got to get away over the weekend and I went off with some girlfriends to Bruce Springsteen and oh my god, what an absolute legend. That man is just such an inspiration. He is um, 64, I think, don't quote me on that, but he's either 64 or 63, and he is in such incredible shape. Like he did a three hour show and just constant singing, constant intensity, just full on giving his whole heart and soul to the crowd and just absolute like light beam of um, energy and soul and just like I'm just, we were all buzzing from that whole weekend. And the, the most amazing thing about that was not only his age and how much energy he had, was just that he exuberated a real radiance of health to me. And that's what inspired me so much, is because there is absolutely no way that a man of his age could be doing what he is doing if he didn't have his health and his fitness in right. So, And the other thing as well is about, like, yes, he's um, he's got his health and fitness in check, but he's also got a passion and a drive, and so that's the whole motivator for him to stay healthy and fit as well. And this comes back to being, it's always so important to make sure that you have passion and you have a dream and a legacy because it's that overriding passion that's going to make you stay healthy and fit and make you take care of your body. It's because when you don't have that overriding passion, you don't, you don't care, basically. And so that's where you start reaching for diets and quick fixes and everything like that. And the other wicked thing about that hat was he did two shows back-to-back, so we went and saw him on a Saturday, and then he was repeating the whole performance again on a Sunday. Just, yeah, absolutely legend. If you get a chance to ever go to one of his shows, I highly recommend it. So, um, new this week, in the online gym, I have got a wicked power yoga. I went, um, like I mentioned last week, power yogas are making a little bit longer. So, these are awesome like seriously my body just feels amazing after that and this one was a 40 minute power yoga I used some really cool dynamic moves you got right into your legs and your core and finished off with a stunning meditation just to make you chill out relax and like put the cherry on the top and allowing yourself to find time in your week when you just stop and unwind is so important and I find a really good time is after a power yoga is just to chill out breathe, be still, and just feel all that goodness that comes in from the work that you've just done. And the reason the power yogas are so good and why I try and get them in once a week is it's just that whole balancing out of the body, getting your lifestyle in balance so that you're not constantly working out and thrashing your body and taking energy out of your body. You want to be balancing in the working in versus the working out and making sure that you're getting a good balance in the week because we so often think that Work, um, exercise has to be all about working out, threshing the body, taking energy away from the body, and that's that whole chasing calories myth where people try and out-exercise like the bad diet and they're trying to constantly burn calories. And my whole philosophy is trying to think about exercise differently. You've got to get your food right, you've got to get your real health right, and you've got to get the balance in your week right. 
because it is when you get that balance right that you get the hormonal balance in your body correct, you bring cortisol down, and it's then when your body's able to actually let go of the weight. But if you're constantly thrashing it and stressing your body out, you're going to be holding on to that weight, feeling exhausted, rubbish, having energy highs and lows and just moody and just feeling terrible. So you want to always make sure that you get a really good balance and that's why I always make sure we've got a, a new power yoga in the online gym. And then I've got a short, awesome hit. This one uses weights and weights are so important for us women to be lifting. We get caught up in thinking that weights are going to make us bulky and it couldn't be further from the truth. You need to be lifting weights to keep your muscles strong, your bones strong. And just to keep, it's that whole, um, your entire body needs resistance. Your mind needs resistance to stay strong. Your muscles need resistance to stay strong. And if you're just using your body weight all the time, you're never going to allow your body to stay strong. So that's why make sure we use weights in our workouts. There are workouts in there that you don't need weights to, of course, but it's always a progression. So for me personally, I make sure that I include at least two weighted workouts into my week alongside some like body weight workouts as well. So that new hit is wicked. I use a kettlebell and some dumbbells and yeah, awesome, awesome effort. So if you are doing that workout this week, make sure you choose a nice challenging weight and push yourself. The other thing I want to let you know as well is that I, um, last year, I bought a couple of cookbooks for some friends for a Christmas present and I said to myself last year, like, next year at Christmas, I'm going to be giving out my own recipe book. This is something that, a goal of myself for 2014. And so I set myself, Thursday is my recipe book day. And this is the day that I keep working on my new recipe book for 2014. And so far, I'm at 100 pages of information. Like, I am making this book an ultimate book. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be full of education. It's full of resources and then it's going to have over 100 recipes in it as well. And the funny thing is though, originally I started out just wanting it to be a recipe book, but I haven't even started on the recipes and there's already 100 pages of just information that I want you to know to help you get healthy. So I'm really excited in the direction that this book is heading and yeah, like I said, I set myself, my Thursday is my recipe book day and so each Thursday I get quite excited about the content that I'm creating and getting that got one hiccup at the moment though where I'm, I need to buy myself a new lens for my camera because not only am I going to write all this information, I'm also been schooling myself up on taking better photography, better photos and improving my photography, but I have to get myself a new lens so I'm hunting out on trade for a new lens for my camera which is quite fun, adding it to my wish list, so <laughs> watch out for that if I do get that new lens. Um, so things that I want to share with you this week is um, I've been learning a lot recently all about parasites and fungal infections and um, research has proven that there's a, 80% of us have some sort of fungal infection and that come, can come through, you know, you may have had it a really long time and may have come through the environment you're in, it could come through the food you're eating and the thing with that is that the majority of people also eat a diet that is feeding that the fungus and parasites, which are sugar and processed foods, that's exactly what they love. And so if you do have any um, fungal issues or detoxification injuries, like you've got dandruff or athlete's foot or you get itchy skin or you get allergies, some of these, even brain fog, some of these things can be a sign of 
an overgrowth of um, bacteria and fungus. And so it's basically, it's always about making sure that you're creating a really optimal environment for your body to be healthy. And so if you're feeding your body full of sugar and processed foods and junk food, you're basically creating a really fantastic environment for fungus and parasites and bacteria to thrive on. So what I've been doing recently, you may have noticed, I've put a lot of recipes on the site that are antibacterial, antifungal and just containing ingredients that help um, bring the, any inflammation down and help bring down any overgrowth of fungus and parasites. So, you know, I've done a couple of juices on there and ingredients that are really fantastic for this are things like garlic and ginger and also turmeric as well. So take a look at the recipes that I've put up. Some really, these are some quite potent little juices and they are yeah fantastic. You can just feel like you're yeah, cleansing your body out and making sure that everything stays nice and clean on the inside. The other thing that I've written about in the online gym this week is rotation diets and these are really fantastic for you to understand because it's a really good tool for you to work out whether or not you've got food intolerances. The average person eats only 10 types of food per day. That's just crazy. When you think of how much food there is in, available to us, the average person just eats the same food every single day, day in and day out. I want, you to, I want to set you a goal and see if you can get 25 different food sources into your day. The cool thing about a rotation diet, and I go into this in the online gym, is that there are different foods that belong to a similar family. And so if you're constantly eating foods that are always from the same family, you're always exposing yourself to the same minerals, vitamins, and toxins, and anything that your body might um, be intolerant to. So if you're eating the same food day in and day out, you're never going to get that feeling of wellness and you're never going to be able to work out whether or not a food is doing good things for you because you're always going to have a constant level of inflammation if you're intolerant to that food. So by using a rotation diet or rotation plans, you get to work out what foods really work for you and you also avoid that overexposure. So what it means if you eat something, say on a Monday, you basically don't touch that food source again for another four days. So if there was any inflammation from it, your body's got a chance to let that inflammation come down, for a chance to toxify, to get rid of it. And then if you do reintroduce it, you might notice some changes or you can continue to eat that food every four days and it's fine. So I'd go into this in terms of a really big detailed list of what foods belong to what families and how you Combine your foods with your proteins, your fats, your carbs on certain days so you can get a really good mixture of your foods and so that you aren't overdosing your body with certain foods that are from the same family. So get into there and have a wee look at that. And I also have got a new post all about foam rolling. This is something that I absolutely love because it's a natural, simple way for you to help with your posture, help prevent injuries, help with detoxification, lymphatic drainage, just making your body feel really good and also improving you know, any imbalances that you may have in your body. So there's certain kind of routines that you can go through. So say you spend a lot of time sitting at a desk. I've got in the online gym a really good routine that helps mobilize and um, fix any postural imbalances that are happening from you sitting at a desk because when we do spend too much time sitting our hip flexors get really tight 
and we can get weak glutes. So I've given you a whole lot of stretches to help counteract that and a whole lot of foam rolling and stretches to help and, and exercises to help strengthen and stretches to help lengthen the muscles that might be imbalanced. So make sure you have a wee look at that and just see if there's anything in there that um, yeah, that is going to help you with anything. So I've got a couple of different routines in there that help with um, different scenarios. So say you might have um, that kind of nagging pain through your upper back when you feel like all you need is a massage right now. So I've got some stretches and, and um, exercises to help you um, bring back an imbalances that might be happening through your upper body as well and then a whole lot of different foam rolling exercises so lots lots of new content um i've also got a new video too that i've written and written recorded you know what i mean don't you and this is the difference between being hungry and hangry you know that feeling where you've where you've just got to eat and you all your moods change, everything, and you're just going to snap if you don't eat. And by, by the second, you're getting hangrier and hangrier and hangrier. And that's, that is a really a really good sign that your blood sugars are completely out of balance. And this is a, also a fantastic sign for you to make sure that you aren't eating as much carbohydrates and start for you to be getting the protein and fats into your diet. Because when you are hungry with a you, you can be hungry for quite a few hours and nothing really changes. You're aware that you're hungry, but you don't get angry. You just get hungry and you can eat some food and then you can go for a good um, three to four hours just, you know, without food. You don't need to constantly be fueling your blood sugar levels and keeping yourself perked up. So this is something that's quite powerful to understand and when you do learn the difference, because we don't need to be eating all of the time. We don't need to be constantly fueling our body. We want to be making sure that we eat when our body needs fuel and we're not eating because our blood sugar levels have dropped and we are crashing. And so this is where that whole hangry kind of thing comes in. And there's some things you can do to help get yourself off sugar. And the first place for you to start is to start with a really high protein breakfast. 30% of your first amount of protein goes straight towards your immune system, boosts your metabolism, suppresses your hunger, balances your blood sugar levels. And then you want to be making sure that you're getting some really good protein throughout your day and into your evening as well, as well as the fats. Another really good thing as well is if you are really struggling with um, sugar cravings and you might not be getting the blood sugar drops and getting the hangry feeling, is um, L-glutamine. This is a really good thing to naturally heal your gut and naturally um, help the mucosal lining of your gut repair. And because whenever we've got gut dysfunction, we do have huge blood sugar problems and problems with absorbing food. So any food that you might be eating is actually not getting absorbed and you're getting inflammation in your gut. And this is going to cause that kind of hangry feeling, it's going to cause cravings, it's going to cause blood sugar highs and lows. And so when you do get your food right, but say you're getting your food right, you've got everything in place, but you're still getting these real big sugar cravings, this is where like algorithm can come in. And this is, like I said, it also, not only does it heal your gut, it also helps suppress sugar cravings and helps inhibit um, 
get a feeling of needing like those carbs and sugar in your body. So if you are experiencing real big sugar cravings, check out that video that I have done on the difference between hangry and hungry. Okay, so this week I wanted to talk to you um, for the topic. I want to talk to you all about ways you can get motivated to exercise. I've actually just done an article on this in the fantastic business, um, women's business magazine, Venus magazine, and I thought I'd talk a bit about that in today's podcast because it's something that so much of, so many of us will struggle to yeah, get that motivation to actually exercise. And what I want you to understand is that number one, not exercising is as bad for your health as smoking. Not exercising is bad for your health as smoking. We need to exercise and we need to make exercise just something that we do in our day. But when we use the words like exercise and workout, we get we put it in the too hard basket and we put it off. But what I want you to think about doing is just starting to become a more active person. So Right now, I want you to think about ways that you can bring this more activity into your day. So what is it that you can do to move more? What is it that you can do to stand more? Because we spend a lot of time, I I mean, I run an online business, so I can fall into the trap of spending a lot of time sitting down. So I set myself little time slots in my day where I, I do my first lot of work at a computer, then I'll do my second lot of work, like I put it into blocks, so I might do an hour and a half at my computer, and then I'll do an hour and a half standing up, and a really good tip for this, if you've got an old computer with a small battery life, this is what I do, is I, I, my, I unplug the computer, and as soon as the battery runs out, which is generally about an hour and a half, it's supposed to run about 10 hours, aren't they, but I bet my computer's getting a bit old now and a bit full, so its battery runs out, in about an hour and a half, so that's a really good reminder for me to move, and a bit of urgency, a good call to action for me to move, and I've got to go move to another desk and I plug it in there, so that's where I move from sitting to standing, or I'll go from standing to sitting, and it's just, you, you play little games with yourself on how you can be more active, and another thing that I do is that, because I work out generally mid-morning to late morning, um, often it's like 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock workout before I have lunch, and I'm not allowed to have lunch until I've actually done a workout that I've set for that day. So there's little goals, games to play. And when you, the other thing as well is when you write things down on a Sunday when I'm planning my week, I've got my week planned every single day exactly what I'm going to be doing. So when I've written down on a Monday that it's a hit workout with a 30-minute walk in the morning, I tick those things off. And there's nothing more rewarding at the end of the day ticking off all the things that you've achieved and that you've set out for your day. And so then I do that the night before. So if I've just done that on Monday, I'm ticking it off, and then I check my Tuesday. What have I got? And for Tuesday, I write it down, because the, the powerful thing is when something's sitting on the right side of your brain, it's sitting on the creative side of your brain, and that's when it just, it's just thoughts, it's just fluttering around, it's a good idea. But when you actually go from writing something down to putting it on paper, you transfer it over from the creative side of your brain to the left side of your brain, which is your logical side, and you're putting it down as an action step for you to do that day. And that simple process is a step towards making it more likely to happen. 
So on the evening before, I'll just write down, make sure I know exactly what I've got planned for the next day. And then I, I know for Tuesday, I've got, say it's power yoga, and that isn't allowed to happen. I've got to do that before I have lunch. Or I've got to do, do my walk for have breakfast. So I've got to do these things so that my day is more active and I have all these systems in place so that I do get things happening in my day and the most amazing thing is is when you have that written down you're so much more likely to achieve it just to, instead of the thought of yeah I should do some exercise today but if you've actually spent time at the start of your week to plan your week ahead you're so much more likely to do it the other thing as well is I really think don't overcomplicate exercise either. Even when you uh, when you're sitting down at a desk or you're thinking, yeah, do some exercise, you can overcomplicate it and you can think that it's just too hard to do that workout. Just haven't got the energy to muster it up. But when you just start a simple routine, commit yourself. I'm just going to do five minutes. I'm just going to move my body and do five minutes, or even just a walk around the block. Don't even think about it. Just commit to that movement and commit to getting your body active. Because remember, activity energizes your body. Activity releases endorphins. Activity makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be activity that drains you, exhausts you, and completely burns you out. Always start simple. Start with movement that's building energy. So I said it could be a short walk around the block. It could be a light workout from the online gym. It could be some stretching, some yoga, some foam rolling even. Just start with some movement to build energy in your body. And then over time, that movement is going to generate energy. And then you'll find that you want to do more on that one day. Or that simple start that simple start there might have been just enough for you to do to, to feel good. And that might be all that you do that day. But the thing is to make sure that you move your body. Don't just put it off because it's a... You, it's too hard. Start simple to get the body active. The next thing to do is get some really good, comfortable workout gear. Um, again, this doesn't have to be expensive. You can get some really good quality, cheap clothes around. And if you're working out at home, the online gym, you don't even need to be wearing, you know, decent clothes. I know some online gym members that work out in their pajamas and in their underwear. So. That is the beauty of it. You can work out on whatever you want, but I want you to be comfortable. And you want to make sure that you, you put whatever workout gear you're working in, a really simple thing for you to do is the night before you go to bed, put that workout gear out and make it super simple for you to put on first thing in the morning. Because often, if you don't prepare the clothes, you might be stumbling around in the dark trying to find that gear, or you might just say, oh, it's in the wash, or... It's just not going to happen. So the night before, make that a little routine, set, set it out, put it right beside the bed, and so that first thing, without even thinking, you get up, you go to the toilet, you put your work gear, and you move out of the bedroom, and then you do what you're going to be doing that first thing. So don't allow yourself to put it off. Just get that gear on, make sure it's comfortable, and then you get some really great music. Music is so incredibly powerful. Like, how many times have you listened to a song and it almost brings you to tears? How many times have you just listened to a song and it's brought back memories of your childhood? Or it's brought, brought back a friendship from high school or 
um, yeah, just moved you or made you smile. Like music is so incredibly powerful. You can just sit there and it can get right to your bone, to your heart, and it can just make your heart sing. And if you're just if you're not turning on music or you're not putting on a podcast that's getting you in the right mindset, you're gonna you can get trapped into just the thoughts that are going on and thoughts of oh I don't know exercising I can't believe my body's tired and sort of just start to we can talk start out a little bit. But if you go through the steps, you know, start simple, get some good comfortable back here, get on some really good music and just get that body moving, it can trigger the brain into feeling good. Like you put on some really awesome beaty music, it can just make you feel fantastic. And if you don't have really good beaty music, you can get a hold of it. There's this amazing podcast, it's called Tiesto, and it is this dance club in um, in Europe somewhere. Anyway, and they put out a um, podcast of just pure dance music, and I love cranking this in the garage and just turning it up because it is it's free beating music, like so you don't have to spend a cent. But you get this awesome dance music and it just makes you feel wicked and it energised and makes you want to just train really hard. And so get the, mu- get the music that is going to suit the workout that you have planned for that day. If it's a relaxing working in style workout, set yourself up. It might, might not be music that you want. It might be an inspiring video. It might be something from YouTube. It might be something of, of um, some just really relaxing music. So... Have a plan the night before to know what you're going to be doing that matches the type of workout that you have planned because, like I said, music and visual stimuluses are really incredibly powerful in transforming the way you feel about at that point. So getting in control and knowing like you have the power to change your moods and change your thoughts is really powerful. Um, so I mentioned before as well about planning your ideal week. And so if you are doing any of the programs within your online gym, there is certain, um, you know what you should be doing on a certain day. If you aren't and you, if you've got another plan that you're doing or maybe I've written your personal plan you're doing, make sure that at the start of your week, if you've got a diary, you write down exactly what you're going to do on each day because you might be changing the weeks around a little bit according to something that you might have on. So if you can, set out your ideal week on a Sunday Write everything down into your diary, so write down exactly what you can do on what day and at what time. And then, when it comes to those days, you know what's what's required of you, and you're going to get it done, because you are somebody who brings things to action, don't just think about things. So when you've written it down, bring it to action and just make it happen. Don't overthink it, just know that this is what you are required to do to be fit, healthy, strong, and well. So... Like I said, don't overcomplicate it. We move because we want to be healthy, we want to be strong, we want to be active and we're about achieving that real health. And if you don't move, quite simply, you are decreasing your lifespan, you're making your body unhealthy. So that is not you anymore. You just move because that is what you need to do to be healthy. The other thing to think about is training outside as well. If you... It's so important for you to get sunlight on your body and for you to get sun on your skin and that stimulus of the lightness, light from outside. 
just as much as we need a dark room to sleep in, we need the contrast of the light and the dark. Because not only is um, vitamin D stimulated from sunlight, it's also stimulated from the contrast between the light outside and the dark of your bedroom. So if you aren't getting a really dark bedroom and you aren't getting sunlight on your body, you're not going to be balancing out the, the rhythm of your body. You're not going to be helping your body get the vitamin D that it needs and help balance out your cortisol levels. So just as much as you need eight hours of good quality sleep in a really dark room, you need to make sure that each day you're getting exposure to good light outside, getting the light in your eyes. Because often we spend a lot of time with internal lights and we spend time not exposing our body to really good quality light. So get outside once a day and make sure that you expose your body to light. Best time to do this is first thing in the morning because naturally when you wake in the morning you get a stimulus from the light in your body which, is, which allows your body to naturally increase cortisol levels and then throughout your day your cortisol levels actually drop down and they gradually keep dropping down until you hit the evening. So if you are, um, if you've got any sort of problems like adrenal problems or cortisol dysregulation, you want to be making sure that you are trying to bring that natural cortisol rhythm back. And the best way to do this is to get outside early in the day to get that high in the morning that naturally is supposed to happen in your body, and then naturally let it bring down and avoid things like coffee and caffeine and um, really high stimulating things in the evening, which is going to throw that rhythm out of whack. So get outside and try and do that earlier in the day if you can, just to help bring that natural rhythm into your body if you have got any problems with sleep and things. The other thing to do to help make exercise really easy is train with a friend or meet a friend for a walk once a week, once every two weeks, and just make a day to catching up with somebody. Because not only is it powerful to get the exercise in your day. Just being social is such an important part of being healthy and, and it's what humans require is that just interaction with people and just that whole, it, it fills you up. It's that whole thing. You're constantly trying to fill your glass up with energy because we've always got things that we, I want you to imagine that like you've got a glass half full, your body's like a battery and so we're constantly doing things that are taking energy out of that battery or zapping us out. But when, when you get balance in your life and you get a balance with your fitness, nutrition and your lifestyle and doing things that help fill up that battery, that's when you start to feel that real health and that sense of um, energy and that's when you start to get results because it's, it's a big holistic picture. You can't lose weight if, you, uh, if you've got parts of your life that you're unhappy with because you'll just be using quick crash courses and um, chasing that quick kind of fix. So we want to find a really good balance in our lifestyle, balance with our fitness, balance with our work, balance with our relationships. You're wanting to get a really good holistic look at your life and this is why walking, meeting up with a friend once a week is not just great for getting us walking, it's also a really good thing for to make your heart sing and just to make you feel really good. So make sure it's a good thing because that whole thing, you don't want to be going for a walk with somebody who, who kills your energy. <laughs> the other thing as well is another tip you might want to try is standing more. Um, we, yeah, like I said, we can, somebody who 
say they walk worth their desk, they might, you know, they get up in the morning, they go spend a couple of minutes getting breakfast, they sit down at the table, they then sit down in the car, walk the car, take, drive the car to work, then they'll park right outside work, then they'll sit at the desk all day at work, then they'll sit at the table for lunch, then they'll sit back at the desk school afternoon, then they'll come home, they might sit at the table if they're lucky, they'll sit on the couch for the evening, and that is a whole lot of sitting that has just happened in your day. So set yourself a goal and stand more. Our bodies aren't designed to sit all day, so just think of different ways that you can stand. And you might be in a working environment where you have, have to sit, but see if there's ways that you can move your computer or bring more standing into it. It might just mean that every hour you set yourself little alarms to get up, stand up, go for a quick walk around the office and then come back. Or when you're having lunch, you stand up. When you get home, you do things to stand up and you just try and counteract that sitting routine and see if you can just bring more standing into your day. The big thing to understand is finding out like the other tip, sorry, for bringing more activity in your life, is just finding out why you want to do this. Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to be fit? Because um, you have to have a goal. You have to have a big overriding dream. You have to have a reason that is bigger than you to be doing it. You have to have something that inspires you on the tough days to be strong, that inspires you to push through that last rep, that inspires you to rest when your body needs rest. If you just crash, like I said, if you just crash pulsing, you're just trying to get a quick fix, you're going to end up unhappy on the other side. I want you to achieve real health, and I want you to get health from the inside out. And so it's about understanding why you want to be healthy. Why do you want to be happy? Why do you want to feel a sense of well-being and vitality? And why is it important to you? It may mean that you're wanting just to, like, there's so many different reasons why you might want it. And I don't want to put thoughts into your, into your mind, but just get a, get a big reason of why you want to do this and then write it down. Remember, take it from the creative sort is a good idea and put it to your logical side of your brain. And then JFDI, make it happen. Don't be the person who just talks about it. Make it happen. Become a fitter, stronger, leaner, meaner you and just get things done. We've got a really funny saying in the house at the moment, at the moment and it's called GSD, and it's getting stuff done, and that's, you don't, don't overthink things. I can't remember where I heard it, but there was a guy, um, somebody famous anyway, and it, it, the saying is, you know, eat the frogs first in your day. Do the stuff that you dislike the most first, as the first thing you do in your day. Get it done so that you can then go through the rest of the day. Don't leave the stuff you don't enjoy to later. So if you don't enjoy exercise or exercise isn't something that's happening naturally for you, don't put it off. Get it done. First thing, move on and then carry on with your day. The simple act of GSD is hugely powerful and just not overthinking things, moving forward and yeah, just making things happen. Okay, so to finish off, I wanted to talk, I've got some listener questions. The first listener question is a delicious one. It is, which chocolate is good for me? Um, okay, so chocolate, chocolate, chocolate's got a nice little soft spot in my body. 
and there is a lot of chocolate brands out there and the thing is with anything when you're making a decision to buy something is what our other ingredients are there inside it you want to definitely make sure that you are buying good quality dark chocolate and without any additives preservatives and making sure that it is naturally sweetened so I don't buy chocolate I make every single bit of chocolate that I eat from a little bit of honey from cacao powder from coconut oil and from a little coconut cream. I simply just mix that up and there you have chocolate. You can get rid of the coconut cream if you don't want, it just makes it creamier so you have basically a dairy milk chocolate without the dairy or milk chocolate as you might say and you have a dark chocolate if you don't put cream in it and you make it sweeter if you want with the honey. But if you don't want it sweet, you go without the, the honey and you can put things like dried fruit. Basically, if you have coconut oil, cacao, and even just coconut oil and cacao makes chocolate. You just mix it up and it's divine. Then you add a little bit of coconut cream to, to make it go creamier and then honey to make it sweeter. So when it comes to buying honey, oh, sorry, buying chocolate from the store, check the ingredients and make the decision that's right for you. you. The best way to do it is to simply be making your own because it is that simple and you make a big lot of it up and you just keep it in the freezer and you've got this perfect little chocolate treat for you to eat. But if you are buying chocolate and you aren't at home, yeah, just look at the back of the ingredients. Do not buy things with like soy leprosin in it or with avoid the dairy um, ones with like loaded full of dairy, like dairy milk definitely and you just don't want ones with sugar in there. So there are some, some really good brands coming out that are naturally sweetened with like fruit and with honey as well. So just look out for them if you can find them in your part. Don't despair, have some homemade chocolate. Um, so my second question is, which is kind of, it relates to the first question, is is agave okay to use? Now a lot of the chocolates that you do buy, even the healthy chocolates, do have agave in them, and this is what they use to sweeten them. And agave nectar is incredibly high in fructose. Up to 92% of it is pure fructose, and that's a whole lot more than table sugar. Um, Honey is quite high in fructose as well, but this agave is really, really high in fructose, and fructose is really heavy on the liver, and it's also something that you're wanting to keep at bay with especially your blood sugar problems, if you've got sugar cravings or even just trying to lose some body fat, you want to be making sure that you keep your fructose quite low. Um, the other thing as well is that agave is, um, is often advertised as a low glycemic index food. However, the way that it's processed, it's got a really high fructose content and it has incredibly high reaction within the body in terms of the sugar levels so it's also treated just like high fructose corn syrup so the way that agave is made is incredibly refined and processed and it has very little nutritional properties to it and um, yeah it's pretty similar along the lines of high fructose corn syrup and sugar as well so Agave gets tossed around as 
a bit of a healthy healthy sugar and it's not so the other thing as well is that agave is quite often these days mixed with some different ingredients as well so the way that it is in the manufacturing process so avoid agave and go with honey or anyway you want to be making sure that you're keeping the sugar content low in your diet anyway so naturally sweetened things with a little bit of honey or natural fruits um, third question hey Nicola just wondering what your thoughts are on exercise when you're sick I, I quite often get colds and flus and I'm never quite sure if I should exercise or rest my body Okay, something that I have always said to people is that whenever you've got a cold or flu, if it's above your head, so say you, you're, um, you've got a snuffly nose or a bit of a head cold, then movement is really important for your body. Your body needs that blood flow so that it can flush that body out. You don't want to make it really um, exhausting exercise, but you want to get the body sweating and you want to get the body moving to help get that through. If it's below the shoulders, i.e. you've got aches, you're quite achy, you're fatigued, you're exhausted, then you've got to listen to your body and you've got to let your body rest. So that's where it all comes into your own intuitive nature. You're listening to your body and understanding what your body needs. I, I personally know that whenever I, I, if I do have like something that just needs to be moved, like it's a flimmy sort of cold, then like I said, you know, you've got energy, you're feeling all right, you just got to move that body, you've got to get it out and you've got to sweat. And so that's when you should exercise. But if your body is tired, um, you know, if you've got aches or pains, listen to your body. Don't think, oh, I need to be doing this, but I need to lose weight. If I don't do this, I'm going to put on weight, I'm going to not stay on track. Don't get into those thoughts. Never get stuck into that. I want you to always be coming back to listening to your body, understanding exactly what your body needs at this point. Rest your body, allow it to recover, fuel your body with amazing nourishing foods to help it get rid of the flu, help support it, help it bring down inflammation, and then understand exactly what your body needs, and then yeah, nourish it with food and with the right exercise. And you will know, you will know what your body needs, but it's when you start getting those thoughts in your head about, oh, I should do this, or maybe I should do this, and you start just getting... Um, influenced by other things come back to like what your internal nature is kind of telling you to do and you will know just it's telling me to rest or it's telling me to move so just trust your instinct and do that and then my last question is hey Nicola which multivitamin do you recommend um okay so when it comes to multivitamins there is a whole lot of different ones out there so many in fact I don't even want to name any um, and they all vary in quality. The reason you might want to have a multivitamin is to think about our, our, our soils have changed. The, the nutrients and the minerals that you get from a lettuce or a tomato today is the, sorry, the nutrients and vitamins that you get from a like a lettuce or a tomato, say 50 years ago, is about 5 to 20% of what you get today for nutrients and vitamins. So you'd have to eat 20 lettuces to get the nutrients and vitamins that you might have got out of a lettuce 50 years ago. So 
we are missing nutrients and vitamins from our food because it's not present in our soils. So this is where supplements do come in because often we might be eating a really healthy diet, we know the food right, but unfortunately the soil isn't giving the food that we are eating enough of the minerals and vitamins that it might need. So getting hold of a really good mould of vitamin can help this, but also it's important to understand what your body specifically needs. And this is where I guess FDN comes in, functional diagnostic nutrition. What I do with people is that you can throw a whole lot of money down the toilet because basically if you're taking supplements and your body doesn't need it, it's just really expensive urine. And so when you learn to understand what your body actually needs, when you learn to understand what's missing from your diet, and if you do feel like something's missing or you aren't feeling quite right, this is where you can do the testing to really understand and find out what supplements you personally need and what's yeah, what's missing from your diet. And there might be things that you are struggling with, like it might be that you are taking these, say you are taking high quality multivitamins that you believe are the best, but if you haven't got really good gut function and you aren't absorbing those minerals and vitamins, you are basically throwing your money down the drain. So a better multivitamin for you to take would actually not be a multivitamin. vitamin. There'd be some other supplements to help you repair your gut lining, to help you repair and rebuild the, um, your digestive system, to help you get some good quality enzymes happening through your body so that you are able to absorb and digest. And then once you've got your gut function working, that's where some good quality multivitamins might actually work for you. So... Every single person is different. It's important to understand what your needs are and so then you can work out a plan of exactly what you need to be taking so that you can build your energy. And there are certain supplements that I recommend like to a lot of people and they are the same kind of things, but again, it just comes back to always making sure that you get your food right, get your digestive system right, Get your lifestyle in balance, get everything happening so you're getting good quality foods, good quality nutrition, good quality sleep, good quality movement, and then you can add in the multivitamins. Too many people reach for multivitamins and reach for these energy, um, you know, the next vitamin B to give them energy. They've got to understand why do they not have energy in the first place? What's going on inside that is causing them to not have energy? Because there is no point popping a supplement if you aren't getting to the root cause of the problem. Because no one supplement is going to fix any imbalance with your adrenals, any imbalance with your lifestyle, any imbalance with your liver, with your gut function. So you want to make sure that you are addressing the root cause of any symptom and not just trying to hope and cross your fingers that a special multivitamin is going to make you dance through the trees like the adverts say and feel fantastic. So, <laughs> there's a new multivitamin ad on TV at the moment that just makes me laugh. So, <laughs> that's what I mean by that. So, anyway, multivitamins can work. There are some good ones out there, but you have to make sure that everything else is in place. Otherwise, you're just throwing money down the drain, and it's far better off to make sure that you're getting just the certain um, vitamins that you need specific to your goals and that's where functional diagnostic nutrition comes in. So if you do want to handle that, that's where you can get in touch with me. Hey, so that there is coming to the end of this episode. So I hope you got lots out of that. If you have got any questions that you would like me to answer on next week's show, 
please send them on in. I would love to get them. And I've actually just launched another podcast show as well. This is called Ask the Personal Trainer. And this is just a really short, like, five, ten-minute show that I'm doing each week. I'm answering one listener question in detail. So this show is a lot longer in format, and I go through a lot more detail. But if you're just wanting a quick little piece of advice, you've got a quick little question, that's where I'll answer it on Ask the PT. So subscribe to that show as well. Um, You'll find that on iTunes. And if you haven't already, make sure you get on into the newsletter. Sign on up to that because I'm giving you all those uh, new recipes every single week. We've got our recipe app coming up soon. That has, it's really exciting. I've got you'll see that down on the website. So sign up to that for notifications of when that is going to be ready to launch. Um, so every week I'm doing new new recipes, new posts, everything you need to help you. So if you have got any questions or some post ideas that you want me to write about, send them on in. And sign up to the online gym, $12.50 a week, cheap as chips, cheaper than my bank bills. Um, sign on up and you get access to all this sort of information. You get over 400 workouts and you have me as your online personal trainer helping you through the journey. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you really soon for next week's episode.